Welcome everybody to the Loop Apollo show. Um, this is kind of huge. We were banned last week on YouTube. Um, so right now, real quick, if you're uh, you're watching and you're not a subscriber, please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, streaming wise, um, give it a five star rating. One of you assholes, give me a one star rating, and like my ratings are like four point three right now. Um, also, if you're not on Twitter. <clears throat> definitely go on my twitter just loop apollo basic but the podcast is there too now in case we get banned again um so everybody uh without further ado uh big hot welcome back uh to the podcast sir uh how are you man i'm doing well how are you i'm glad to be back on youtube let me tell you yeah i'm um, happy that you asked me to be on yeah man of course i want to um <clears throat> Could you tell us, like, uh, you know, what you've been doing over the past? Because last time you were on the podcast, it was actually the first video podcast, 2021, um, in my house. Like, could you just give everybody, like, a brief, um, kind of, like, sum up of what you've been up to lately? So, since then, I've been doing a lot, uh, especially in the creator space. I've actually been creating a bunch of music uh, since 2021, which is when the last time we met. I've had two concerts. Uh, those have been awesome. I have my own podcast with my girlfriend. That's on our second channel, The Hots. And I also am just going full-blown into my own content creation and really trying to push you know, myself and my music and stuff like that. So since then, I mean, it's things have been going well and things have been going in the right direction and I know they are going in the right direction for you too I see the new setup and it looks awesome so appreciate it man <clears throat> well yeah um like I said it's uh it's been a minute since you last been on um you uh you made a song with Drake uh that's something I really wanted to talk about Drake is my favorite artist um always has been from a young age um and it was it was so cool could you like obviously it was an AI an AI song could you just tell like um the process about that like how it, how it went down yeah so all the ai stuff was coming out the ai songs the ai music so i said you know i gotta hop on this wave because as someone who's a creator you want to make sure that you're on the newest trends so for me i found that i wanted to make an ai song who did i want on it i don't know i don't know who i want i don't know what i want so i decided you know let me make it a drake song so i found a beat wrapped over the beat i didn't want it to be <coughs> <laughs> no problem, no problem. I didn't want it to be a full Drake song, uh, but I wanted it to be a Drake feature. Because as an artist who's also trying to grow their following, you can use that as clout, which yeah. obviously it had a good effect. Um, but I decided to record my lyrics, and then from there I recorded the Drake verse myself. So that's my voice in M's and O's, the song that you heard, the M's and O's. 
um, that's my voice that I have a Drake filter over. So I had to go into a Discord server, enter the audio file, and then from there it gave me back a version that sounded like Drake. Huh. And then with that, I went to my music producer. I don't do any of my own production. Um, gave him all the files and said, all right, I have my song, and I have the Drake feature version. Yeah. Um, let's Let's do this. So pretty much from there, we added it all together, and... The rest is history. I released it. So yeah, <clears throat> and so I had a question. So I saw <clears throat> that it wasn't like on any of like the streaming fla- uh, platforms besides like YouTube, and I wanted to know like, um, is that like a copyright thing? I, it is on the streaming. It is on the normal streaming platforms. Oh, for real? Yeah. So it is on the normal streaming platforms now. I have had people come to me and say, oh, well, you know, they might sue you for this. They might do this because yeah. there's no. You know, copyright behind it. Yeah, there's no laws. There's there's no laws saying what you can and can't make based off AI. Really? Yeah. Right now, there's not. <clears throat> but didn't they didn't they take down um, the Drake and Weekend song, like the AI song? Yeah, that's because it had a lot of popularity behind it. I see. So my producer warned me of this ahead of time and said, you know, if this if this song blows up, they might force you to take it down or they might take your royalties from it because oh, you shit. have another artist in there. I that that's okay though because if you understand from a f- the full perspective if my song is already that big yeah my other songs will already be that big so mm-hmm. they can the labels or producers they can have that one if they say you have to take this song down or we're going to take all the royalties from it that's fine at that point like it would have been worthwhile already right cuz ju- they did that to Juice World with yeah. Lucid Dreams and look look what he was one of the biggest artists ever when they started suing suing him but it didn't really matter because no. Juice World had how many other songs at that point that he could have given up that song. That whole album, that whole first album was crazy. Um, so that's interesting. You mentioned royalties. What, what's like a royalty um, looking like off that song, say? So it's like per stream. Okay. Uh, you get paid per stream. And like, I'll be real, like I haven't really made a ton of money off of that yet. You need like a lot of streams to make a good amount of money off of it. Um, but like YouTube and Tidal and Apple Music pay better than Spotify. Spotify is one of the least amount per streams. That's interesting. Um, but like a royalty would be like however many you get. So I think it's like point zero 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 four cents per stream. So it's like you need to get like a million streams to get like I think two thousand dollars, which is which is pretty significant. I mean, it's not bad. If I got a million streams, I got two thousand. I'd pre- be pretty happy. Yeah, to exactly. Say that you're, you're going somewhere. You but could literally just put it all back into your whole thing. That's also two thousand bucks right there for basically free. So. Right for doing something that you like to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And so, <clears throat> and so, like, because I know for me, um, I feel like the podcast streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcast, maybe it's like a fraction of a cent. Um, for like the ads so if you have an ad on the podcast whatever um they kind of us like assign it to you it used to be called anchor now it's called spotify for podcasters but they like assign like an ad you do an ad read whatever you attach it like the middle or beginning um or the end of your podcast and if like a listener hears it you get a click that's uh the fraction of the percent and so it like obviously adds up over time um i mean yeah you know it's free money so but yeah it's always been i've never known how like that really worked and right. so, so um, kind of like compounding off of that, how does that like, 
I don't even know how to ask this. Like Russ, Russ is independent, right? <clears throat> okay. You are you independent? Yes. Okay, so as an independent artist, like how does that compare to somebody with like a manager and a label? Because I never really got that. People, I ask questions to other artists, but like it was never properly explained to me. I feel like. So, on the manager standpoint, you could still be independent and have a manager. You just hire them yourself. They're not mutually exclusive, then. Right. You don't have to have a label to have a manager. You okay. can have a manager without a label. Um, but like people in the music industry that have labels, the labels will dictate when they release their music, um, what when the albums are, um, also take a lot of royalties and a lot of the percentages. Now you might be saying, why would anyone do that? A lot of it is because labels offer high upfront money. So for like a new artist, they say, okay, we're gonna give you, an, they call it an advance. We'll give you an advance of a million dollars. You have to release X amount of albums or X amount of songs within this time. And you're going to get this amount of percentage. It says in whatever contract they sign. You're going to get this amount of percentage per album or per song. Uh, and we're also going to connect you with all of the artists under our label. So a lot of people like that for, one, the inclusivity yeah. within a label. So you might be, you know, if I signed to OVO, OVO is going to take a lot of percentage, but now I have access to Drake and Malie jo Mahid Jordan, uh, couple party, party, party next store. door, a whole bunch of those people. Or if you yeah. signed to like Cactus Jack, you have yeah. Travis, Sofago, you got Chuck West, people like that, that you have the access to and you have like a network now, huh. but you have to pay a lot. That's what they say. The mu musicians don't make a lot unless they're independent or have their own label. So like the, yeah. the top paying artists, Drake, Travis Scott, they all... Jay-Z has They own, have all their yeah. own labels and they make the most money. Lil Wayne. Don't about Lil Wayne's label. Lil Wayne? With Young yeah. Money? Yeah. Well, yeah. isn't that Birdman too? Was that... You talking about Wu-Tang? No, um, like, Young Money. He was talking about Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne? Yeah, yeah. Like how he has his own uh, label. Yeah, so Lil Wayne makes a lot too. And, yeah. And like... But like people like that. Like that was just... Yeah. Yes. People huh. like that. Well, they'll make more money because now Lil Wayne is making money from his music and everyone under his... Labels music. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, something you you did also mention before we got into that was that you started a podcast with your girlfriend. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, so I have a second channel. It's called The Hot. Um, we are making relationship podcasts. So it's uh. a little different than what you do here. You know, you bring a lot of guests on and you talk about um, things that they're interested in, things that they bring to the table. For us, it's more of a relationship type thing. Yeah. So I'm big into the content realm. Sometimes we don't really have a lot to do, you know, as a couple living in Youngstown, Ohio, there's not yeah. much to do going out. So we decided, like, let's start this podcast. She had the idea. Uh, her name's Jordan. She had the idea. We started the podcast. It's just in my uh, office. So we just set up the camera. We set up uh, a mic and we just talk about relationship issues. So, so far we've done one on who should pay for what. I and, actually saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So we do. We did one about who should pay for what in the dates. And then we also did one that releases tonight about pet peeves. So like <laughs> what makes each other angry with each other. Like what, what gets on each other's nerves. And we do it because a lot of couples like to watch that. Yeah. Um, and kind of learn from other couples. Huh. And it's good for short form videos too. I would imagine also too it would kind of be like therapeutic in a way, right? It is. So... It, 
as well as like doing something we also get the chance to like have no phones nothing and just talk to each other for yeah. for an hour an hour and a half That's however huge. long we do it so it's like a good a good thing to do when you know when you don't have anything to do it's like it could be another date night yeah yeah who, who knows man um what did you uh end up coming with like who uh who should pay so when we talked about it we thought it was more of like a 60 40 split okay so like I pay about 60% of the time. She pays about 40% of the time. Um, and, you know, I think I also, but I also pay for the expensive things. Yeah. So, like, when we go out to eat, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to pay for it, but you'll pay for the ice cream. Or you'll pay when we go to, you know, the popcorn at the movies, but I'm going to pay for the tickets. Yeah. So, it's thing like things like that. And I think that there's it's good to have a balance. It shouldn't all be focused on the guy or the girl because yeah. then that gives no the relationship is less of a a, a dual relationship and more of one person carrying it uh-huh. you know what so, I mean so one of my clients uh, brought up what him and his girlfriend do is like every month they uh they like show pay for dinner and um like dinner in the hotel they just get out get out of town like she'll pay for both the next month he pays for both huh just to, like go wherever and, like they can go to an expensive restaurant not so expensive but like have a nice hotel like, they can go out of town but come back like just they pay for everything that day then just like they switch up every month i'm like i was talking to my girlfriend about it. i'm like let's start doing this instead of like going out to dinner every week and all this and i'm like why don't we like go once a month to like uh like just go out of town, get the fuck out of here, dude. Find other shit to do that's not here, and then instead of having the same food we're eating now, have it somewhere else. Right. No, I I, I agree with you. I would say this way you split it basically fifty fifty. It's like not really sixty forty, and then like if you want to throw your own money into it too, you're like, yeah, fuck, I'll throw my money into it. But right, it's easy. No, I I definitely like that idea. I mean, we tra- me and her travel a lot. We make travel vlogs, too. That's another thing on our channel. We went to Florida. We went to Rolling Loud, and we do some travel vlogs. Um, but I'd say mostly when we travel, it's we we split it. Because, like, those are huge expenses that... Imagine if you take your girlfriend to Rolling Loud, you have to pay for her $800 ticket or her $300 plane, $300 plane ticket. That would suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like- crazy. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Drake yet. So like I can't be flying. Pe- I, I can't fly people out and just wherever I want. No. Uh, now, what do you think the best place that you and your girlfriend have traveled to? So we recently went on a trip to Pensacola, Florida, and we met our friends. Um, that was a really fun experience and a fun trip. Um, we've also been to Los Angeles. That's- How was that? LA, LA was really fun. Um, we got to do a lot of different things. We went to Rolling Loud in LA, and um, we also got to like s- stay near the Beverly Hills and got to experience a lot of that different stuff. She's never been to California, oh, wow. so it was interesting to take her there and you know kind of experience that. That's those are the only places we've been. So really, so how how is California now? Because you know the national spotlight. Uh, they like to talk about oh the homelessness, the unemployment, uh, crime. I think it's like up to like nine hundred dollar items you can steal and they won't like come after you. This supposedly. Um, what was it like for you compared to like Ohio? So obviously in California the homelessness a lot, a lot more. There's a lot more homeless people in California and 
I don't know if that's because of their political stances or why, or just the huge population. Because we don't giant population. We don't see a lot of homeless people, at least in Bartman. Maybe one or two that are, are walking around, but comparative to there, it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I don't think that. You know, it's it's the best situation over there, especially because like taxes are out the out the roof it's crazy but their economy is also just california's economy alone is one of the biggest in the world right so i feel like there's trade-offs definitely but yeah like like um was there anything that you saw like that was like oh shit like it's not as bad as everybody's saying i would say like walking down hollywood boulevard and walking down the normal streets yeah like when you go down those places that you would think in la like if i walk down hollywood or i walk down one of the normal roads like if you just you know mind your own business you're not going to have an issue of course yeah yeah so i think some people take it to an extreme that haven't been there that are like oh don't you're gonna get you're gonna get robbed if you walk on on the wrong side of the road if you do this if you look at someone the wrong way like if you mind your own business and you're there to travel and you're there to kind of just experience everything look at the stars on the walkway look at the different theaters and stuff like that like you'll be okay definitely like i think people kind of have a skewed perception of it because maybe the media portrays it a certain way i mean of course the media just yeah they like to run off of hype and they like to run off of outrage and that's how they get their their views um what did you think of hollywood boulevard the first time you were on it hollywood boulevard um let me think hollywood boulevard was definitely interesting yeah I don't think it's as glamorous as they make it appear. I was about to say the same thing. It's not like some crazy special thing. Mm-hmm. It's literally just a walkway with stars on the ground and shops. Especially when you learn the people that have the stars had to pay like 50k for it. Oh, right. They, like, you, they had to pay for the fucking stars? Yeah. Yeah, I remember That's we... something new for me. Yeah, we went to LA. Um, we went to California in 2018. And we were like, oh, Hollywood Boulevard. You know... The Chinese theater, like that's awesome. So we were excited. We we went, and bro, it was surprisingly a little bit trashy. There were dudes walking around smoking weed outside. Which really, I mean, it's legal, whatever. Yeah. Um, this dude tried to um like sell me his CD. He was a rapper, and he was like, oh, you know, blah blah blah. I'm the biggest out, whatever. You're here in my name. I don't know who the hell this guy is. Looked him up on Instagram after he had had like he was following like maybe. 10,000 but had a thousand followers the ratio was really off okay and so um he kept flashing like mercedes-benz keys you know and my mom made me laugh she's like okay where's the benz like you 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 say like you're this high this this person with all the success like where's the benz why are you out here trying to sell your cds like show me the car and he didn't have the car and so he acted like the way he was selling it was like he acted like he was giving it to me for free yeah, I mean, as they do. Yeah, weird as fuck. No, that right? has happened. That happened to me. Yes, too. they give it. They're like, dude, listen to my CD. Come try it out. Like, here, oh. take it. Like, you can have it. Like, oh, oh, that's twenty bucks. Twenty dollars. Yep. Which yeah. is like crazy because like a Drake album, I'll pay like fourteen if I want to pay for it. So that doesn't make sense. But granted, this was like twenty eighteen, when you could still play like CDs and shit in most cars. Yeah. Um. So that was crazy. So he he kind of pulled it back, and he's like, you know what? Nah, just just keep it. It's like, all right, uh, my mom. Did you keep it? Yeah, I kept it. So I played it, and it was like it was like a shittier version of Wiz Khalifa. I threw it away. I mean, I broke it in half. Threw it. that dude's a poser. Really? Yes. That, well, I mean, you got to give people that. I mean, even if you're faking it till you make it, a lot of people do that. But no, but like he was trying to sell us through like intimidation. 
Okay. That was the issue. Okay. Yeah, I, I hate, like, salespeople. Like, like, what are you doing? Just be real. Right. Like, uh, sometimes you, you'll get that at a car dealership. I yeah. feel like that at a car dealership sometimes. They're, like, on, they're like on my ass about it. They're, like, you know what I mean? When you walk into a car dealership, like, even if you're not necessarily looking to buy a car, maybe you're just, like, kind of browsing. Yeah. Or, like, your car is getting a little bit older, so you're, like, let me see what's available. Let me go to, you know, a couple dealerships today. You go, and then, like, they're, like, like buy a car like this is why you should have it yours is not oh boy i got a story um obviously i own my own lawn care business at the time i co-owned it with a friend and so him and i were uh we went to a jeep dealership jeep it was like a jeep anyway it doesn't matter we went to a dealership and we were looking for like a new to use car relatively still new uh or truck rather for the business And so we looked around, whatever, all of a sudden, this guy greets us. Literally, as soon as we open the door, this guy greets us. He had, like, a southern accent, but we live in Ohio, so, like, how does that make sense? Hey, fellas, what you need? Whatever. Um, And we're like, hey, you know, we need a car or whatever. He's call me coach. I'll I'll take care of you boys. We're like, all right, whatever. And so we followed him, and uh, he asked, like, what we needed. We said, you know, we wanted, like, a new-to-use truck or whatever. Um, Not something with too many miles, but, like, you know, a truck for our lawn care business. He goes, all right. So we follow him, and we're looking at these cars, whatever, these trucks, whatever, and we're like, yeah, it's a little bit too pricey. So we keep going to the back, and then we see these trucks that are, like, not as nice as we want them to be right. But price was looking good, um, from what he was saying anyway. Yeah. Um, Because these ones didn't have prices, which was a little bit weird. Um, And then he went to, like, kind of, I don't know, open it, and it opened. We were like, what? Like, we're like, none of these other ones are, like, unlocked. What the hell's going on? And so, um, he goes in. There's, like, all these CDs in this one truck. And then, okay, we're like, that's weird. He closes it. He's like, oh, so this one, you know, we're like, oh, next. Um, another one opens it. It's unlocked. We're like, what the fuck? And this one had, like, um, like, coins in the cup holders. And then so he goes, because we're, we're like, okay, we're, we're interested in that one, you know, for the price that you think it is. We go in, he talks to the mechanic. Mechanic goes, what are you talking about? So the mechanic comes back out with him. He's like, idiot, you're selling employee cars. Like, these are employee cars that you're looking at with these dudes. And we were like, oh, hell no. We, we left. We were like, nah, we're cool. He's trying to sell you an employee car. This dude tried to sell, coach, tried to sell me an employee car. That's Bruh. Crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, it was insane. But no, like, it. So many like sleazy salespeople, for lack of a better term, that are they're like that. It's cr- so different subject. Uh, Rolling Loud. Oh, what was that like? Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud was definitely interesting. It was it was crazy. But I've been to a lot of different festivals. Um, maybe this is because of what happened at Astro World. Maybe it's not. But like Rolling Loud, they always kept shutting people's sets down. So, like, Playboy Cardi came out for, like, 20 minutes. First, he was late, so that sucked. But first, he was late, and then he comes out for 20 minutes, and then they, they cut all the music, right? And then the, the Rolling Loud, like, head, the, the owner of Rolling Loud, the young kid, yeah, comes out and says, like, hey, you guys got to cal- calm down, step back, or it's else... Roll, it's Cardi, Rolling Loud. Right, or else Cardi's not coming back out here. So then they, they did that again, and then he came back out, and then they shut it down again, and then they just shut it off. And they did that with Cardi and Travis. Now, I don't know if it's because they get the most rowdy, 
or what? Because they didn't do it with Future, they didn't do it with anyone else. I mean, Rolling Loud, if you want to go see your artists, Rolling Loud is probably the place to go because you get to see all your artists in one spot for one price. I just don't think you could really beat that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you get to see, I got to see Travis Scott, Future, Lil Baby, Trippy Red, you know, Don Tolliver, all like the good people yeah. for like one price. That's the good thing about a festival. And so how, first off, like, what was your favorite um, performance? My favorite performance during Rolling Loud? I really liked Lil Yachty. Huh. Now, I'm not even a huge Lil Yachty fan. Yeah. But his light show was really good. Um, you know, I, I, being a performer and DJ in, in the entertainment industry, I have an appreciation for some of those things people might not look at as much. But, like... He had choreographed dances, and he also had like a, a band at one point. He brought a band out to play at one point. That was oh, really wow. cool. So yeah, I thought Little Yachty was really good. Huh. So that's cool. Yeah. How long were you there for? In California at Rolling Loud. Uh, Rolling Loud. It was three day festival, so it was in March. It was uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I was probably each day. I was probably there for about I want to say it, probably like six to eight hours, depending on the day. Huh. Wow. Yeah, so we were there. It's like in that time, are you just standing the whole entire time or like taking breaks? You, well, you don't sit. Yeah. You can take a break from watching people because they have other things to do. Yeah. But you don't really, there's nowhere to really sit. Okay. So you could like walk around. They had like a Google station, um, a station at Google where like you could try out all their phones. Here's an interesting one. They had the Liquid Death, you know, the water company. Mm -hmm. They had a booth there. That you can get free water, free liquid death, if you signed away your soul to liquid death. How about that? What? Yeah. And the people told us, they said, yes, you, you, by signing this waiver, you're signing your soul to liquid death, but we'll give you a free water. So, I didn't do it, but I, I, I didn't, my, neither did my girlfriend. But that is just, a, I thought it was something that was really interesting because I've never heard of anything like that. Um, and they actually said that people have tried to sue them back for their soul, but they have lost all of the lawsuits because the waiver is that comprehensive. What the fuck? Isn't that crazy? I don't know if I'm signing a fucking waiver that, that says that. Right. Look, if it's like free water for life, but like low key, like I could just go to the faucet and get water, but at the same show that playboy cardi is performing at who's like travis scott travis Scott maybe Astroworld. did you say uzi was there too? yeah trippy red uzi yeah bro that's a whole nother thing we're not gonna get into the conspiracy too much bro i've never heard of that before yeah look at uh i'm sure if you looked it up it would tell you that yeah. the liquid yeah, death the laptop the liquid death thing, yeah. That they sign away the soul at, at the festivals. Um, this will be a clip. <laughs> yeah, this. Will be, I figured it would. That's why I had to mention it. Um, Shit. So what was Astro World like? Astro World. So that was 2021. Astro World. Um, Astro World was crazy. It's like by no short means is it not. It was crazy. So like exactly what you heard on the news, they might have portrayed it a little different. Astro World wasn't as bad as they said it was. Mm -hmm. But it was the best festival I've ever been to, ever. And I've been to a couple. So why do you think people are just uh, 
dropping like flies. Like, they just started dropping and shit there. So, it was hot. It was super hot. Uh, have you ever been in, like, a mosh pit like that? Uh, no. I've never really been to a concert. Uh, besides, like, some country concerts. And I've been to MGK and PBG Paints Arena. That's okay. It. Like, so nothing like, whether it's, like, a mosh pit. So, for Astro World, you were, like, back to back, shoulder to shoulder. And, like, you were, like, stuck. Like, the most compressed feeling ever like really really tight and if you fell you were probably going to get stomped on because you were that close right so that's how people died probably because for one they were overheated and they got way too hot way too fast dehydrated too yeah so then they passed out so this is what happened this probably happened they passed out they fell down and never got back up because they just got stepped on because you're that close, and, and you know, a lot of it could have probably not even been intentional. Like you weren't probably you weren't stepping on people on purpose, but you're that. It's like that compressed that you are just stepping wherever your feet land. And like no, that probably you're like so focused up here, you're not paying attention down. Right. You you could think because people throw shit all the time. Mm-hmm. They they throw like their beer or they throw their uh, drinks or shirts. So you might be thinking you're stepping on like a beer can or something that you don't even know. All right, so <clears throat> this is from the Liquid Death website, actually. And so it's called the Liquid Death Country Club. And it says, sell your soul to join, contract binding for all eternity. And it says right here, you get one free country club exclusive tea when you spend $50 at liquiddeath.com. This is what selling the soul, selling your soul to the, uh, join the club gets you. You get free access or ex- exclusive access to a uh, country or to cup to club. I can't talk club only merchandise. Early access to limited edition merchandise before we announce to the public. Invites to private shows and events and all kinds of other cool shit we can't tell you about yet. So you got to put your full name, your email. Uh, you can pay cash and then you can hit sell my soul. So it says by selecting sell my soul, I agree to receive important info and offers from liquid death since they will own my soul for eternity um how about that so there's a video too let's see what that says okay so this is joe um manginello um if you guys have ever seen spider-man the first one he's the bully uh that's the guy that plays flash thompson he also played uh deathstroke in uh, the DCEU. He's reading the contract. He's gonna sell a soul to liquid death. Oh, he's pricking his finger. Oh, wow. Oh, dear God. So his blood is in this little capsule for everybody. He's gonna sign it. Oh, oh my gosh. So Joe Manganiello. Signed in blood. Signed in blood. His soul away to liquid death. What? And then he's drinking the liquid death. Something ain't right here though. It's official. This is it's official. Joe Manginello has legally sold his soul to join the Liquid Death Country Club. Right, that's so odd. You can too by selling your own soul at liquiddeath.com. Luke, why don't you sell your soul real quick? You join the club? No. No, no, no. Why don't you join real quick? You're right on the website. You get free merch. Bro, 
people did so people did that shit at Astro World. Well, right? that was at Rolling Loud. Oh, sorry, Rolling, Rolling Loud. They Too did that shit at Rolling Loud. Loud. Yeah, for a free water. That's what they got out of it. You know what? That that reminds me of um, when colleges will do like, oh, you know, you get a free piece of pizza if you sign up for this credit card type shit like that. It's gonna fuck a you. College? What college offered you pizza it for was, a credit no, card? It, it wasn't me. Um, we had a history teacher back in high school who was telling us about the story. He went to a college called Bethany. It was a D three college. He went there for basketball, and he, uh, he didn't do it. But he said some of his friends did. There was a pizza shop, local pizza shop, uh, on campus, and free pizza. Just sign up for this credit card, and they did it. He said they were all idiots, but no, that's a real thing. But that's completely different right there. So there's two prongs to this approach here. Two possibilities, rather. The first one being um, it's a promotional thing. Liquid Death, the brand, sell your soul all the way to Liquid Death. Um, like a promotional thing. I remember we were in New York City one summer, and they were just giving out free... Um, what energy drink was it? Free Monster. It was awesome. It was the Purple Monster. They like promotion. So it could be something like that brand awareness you know that's huge or it could be the other thing if it's the other thing that is insane yeah because like more and more and i hope i don't get banned for this i shouldn't get banned but more and more like they're hiding that satanic shit in plain sight meaning like they're joking about it like oh no you sign your soul you know whatever or hollywood elite saying I don't want to get banned. You're, um, you're going to get banned again. I, I can't. Because if, if I get my second strike, it's not going to be fun. Right. But, like, how do I even say it? Like, you, you see... Just, you just don't know what it's going to be for. Well, no, I... You don't I, know what you're going to sign yourself into. Yeah. I'm not going to get banned. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but, like, you see, um, like, on TikTok, they have those videos. Like, there's, like, the viral Ellen DeGeneres, like, that whole um, whatever painting it was. and You've seen it? The, like, painting. Yeah, okay. the painting, there's like a video of her, um, you know, just talking, whatever, and uh, she put it on Instagram in the background. It's like this big satanic portrait in her living room, which is crazy. Um, you could also point to the fact that um, Kevin Hart, he was talking to Kelly Clarkson in an interview. He has like that show on um, Peacock, and he's telling, she's telling him about how like, she never had to do anything um she wasn't comfortable with like for fame or like nobody ever pressured her into doing anything and he just kind of put his like finger over his lips and was like they're all they're all watching yeah the whole the whole idea of like selling your soul uzi and i think one of the um on his new album he said like i'm not something like i'm not satan i could look it up (laughs) he said like something to the degree of like i'm not satanic but like they keep calling me so like let's do it or something like that hold on the new Uzi album? Yeah. What did you think about Travis's new album? I'll tell you that in a second. <laughs> I haven't... I really just listened to it today. Everyone been... I'm not really paying attention to music much, so it's like... No? When everyone, like, talks about it, I'm like, oh, what the fuck just dropped? <laughs> like, Travis dropped the album? So today, I just threw it on my car. It sounded pretty cool, so... It's been five years, though. That's why everyone's making a big deal out of it. Yeah, I'm like... Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna have to listen to this a little bit more, but... I don't know. I, I did fuck with, uh... Who dropped one album? No, I I for, I didn't even know he dropped that fucking album. Um, God damn it! The dude that sings bread and butter. To uh, go back to that real quick, um, butter. He said right here this was in March, uh, twenty twenty three. The lyric is uh, "I make a city girl believe in Satan," like stuff like that. Um, I don't know, like subtle stuff. 
I don't know. I, I feel like they're hiding it in plain sight, and we should kind of like um, watch what we're taking in because on the surface it might be one thing, but you never really know what it means. Anyway, um, I like Utopia. You do? Yes, generally I did. Um, I haven't listened to the full thing. I probably listened seventy five percent in. You know, just working, cutting grass, whatever. Um, I put it in, and uh, yeah, I really. I just like the flow. I was kind of expecting something a little bit like Astro World, because in my opinion, it's Astro World is either his best or second best. It's Rick, that and Rodeo one and two. Um, Birds and the Tramp sing McManamy. It's okay, you know. But this this Utopia, obviously, music um, gets better or worse after the first listen. It grows with time, so you really can't make an active judgment. Um, obviously like a week or less than a week um from the release but i'll tell you right now i i i like it i like the i like the one with drake meltdown meltdown's fantastic um no way give me the second whoa <laughs> it's oozy did that was that one phone call ring that was just one ring right yeah that was one ring you want to grab the phone real quick? Yeah. So you're like, you're the closest no, one. I can grab that one right there. The white one? Yeah. What the fuck? What's this new message? Let me check this out real quick. We're going to roll, fellas. Alright. We're going we're gonna to roll here. So I guess I'll tell you what I thought about Utopia while we're waiting here. Alright, uh, nah, neither one of the people. So. so for everybody that, um, we obviously do record at a barbershop, and so somebody sent a message, I guess. Bro, but like, that wasn't like right now, though. I just think that was like a couple of days ago, but, uh. I don't know. It's, a weird. That, it's weird that we just got a missed call. I don't even know how to fucking work this really. Um, it's nine twenty-seven at night. Yeah, so it's late. Close. I don't know. So who's calling this fucking late at night? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, thinking that they're gonna get a haircut. Shout out to Look Good, Feel Good, by the way. Thank you, Drew, once again for letting us record. I can put that back for you. No, I can. It's cool though. Just in case they call back. I got you. You never know. Maybe maybe we'll answer it this time and we'll get a. Yeah, call on him. Wouldn't that be uh wouldn't that be something, man? It'd be interesting. But no, um going back to that oh shit. Going back to that, I really like Meltdown. Obviously, like I said before, uh before the phone call, I'm a huge Drake fan. I like that little um I wouldn't call it like an interlude, but like at the end of the previous song, I think it was track number six. Oh sirens. Had, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, I thought this was supposed to be Utopia. And he's like, This is Utopia. She's like, This is your bedroom. He's like, Oh, that's good to me. That's such a Drake <laughs> thing to say. I heard the album, I was like, you know what, that is such a Drake thing to say. It looks like Utopia to me. No, he said No, I think she said Utopia is supposed to be a, some perfect place and she said he said it looks perfect to me something like that but no i here's my opinion on the album i'm a big travis fan i always was he's probably my number one i don't think the album is what i wanted it to be i don't really know what i wanted but for one i don't think it's as good as astral world i don't think so at least not yet 
from right. what I've we don't like obviously that. yeah like over the time we're gonna have to find out but Astroworld was just so good and so big <sighs> so many vibes you talk about a culture created around an album there was a music festival yeah there was rides there were things created around one album i thought that that was just from a stamp that standpoint alone it just was so big zero skips zero skips on astro world that song was that album was great <sighs> i mean utopia is utopia is good but it's like middle of the pack i think i i even like i said before like i haven't even finished the album i don't think it's awful like a lot of people no. on twitter are saying i just here's another thing it took them the issue i was I, i'm having with it is the album took five years to make yeah or he didn't release any music for five years well he had though it was a um what was it like it, it wasn't an ep was it he had those two songs that he released together might have been in like 2021 it was mafia and yeah. uh, escape plan yeah he had those but like it's crazy because like this was supposed to be such a big album and i think it is um i think it's projected to like sell like 500k the first week i saw yeah i saw 400 today so okay so four hundred. that's a lot though yeah for the all the, there was no promotion no i feel like there was like zero role i like for uh certified lover boy they had like weeks 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 uh donda same thing weeks weeks uh, even for her loss um just naming like random like big name rappers like travis uh even for her loss they still had like a fake rollout a couple weeks but like really he was like oh yeah you know it's coming out this week whatever right and then, yeah that, that's, that's it. it that's, that's it. it i know i i don't know if he did not enough planning at the end but like in my opinion after hearing the album it shouldn't have taken five years to produce no that it doesn't i think if the album would be great if it he released it a year after astroworld like i feel like the album the album feels like it was made within a year if you listen to it, it feels like they're talking about new, like, thing, like things like in today's time. So it sounds like this was made, like, this past year. Like I did, he just didn't do anything for four years. I did see that he produced a lot of the songs. Um, I forget the exact amount. What was it, like, in the teens, like, 14, 15 songs that he produced on his own? He did his own, yeah. He, he did a lot of production. I will say, though, there was a lot of, like, inspiration from Kanye that you could you could hear. Yeah, I've heard about that. I heard a lot of people talk about how his fingerprints are all over it. But really, was it Kanye's fingerprints over Utopia, or was it just Travis all along that we were hearing within Kanye? Because Travis produced Yeezus. That's true, he did. Which sounds similar to Utopia. So is yeah. it just a Travis sound that we heard first in Kanye's album? I mean, I, yeah, I you don't know. You know what I mean? All I'm <laughs> saying is I'm listening to it and I'm like, is that black skinhead? No. No. That's great. Like, not obviously not like um, beat for beat or whatever, but right. like very similar. And just um, what else was there? Um, I can't name any more offhand, but black skinhead definitely a song that i was like holy shit like this is awfully similar but not in a bad way i thoroughly enjoyable there was supposed to be a kanye west feature on it did you know yeah, that on I, Teleke telekinesis i think it is I'm, I'm not sure the exact one but i remember the one with, about it the one with future and sizza had kanye on it he was in it and there is a verse you can actually look it up it's probably it's probably on youtube right now probably um so if anyone out there wants to look it up go look um, it up there's a kanye west version for telekinesis and it fits the vibe of the song. I think it would have made the album a little better to incorporate him in yeah. in there. But I get why maybe he didn't want to. But 
I mean, hey, I mean, it's your friend at the end of the day, right? Yeah, I hear he's making new music. Oh, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, I haven't heard from him in a while. Nobody has. Nobody has. There is a theory, a conspiracy theory, that they replaced him with a clone. They say that about a lot of people. Though. They said that about Putin. Didn't he say that because he like said something about the Jewish people? He didn't say that's why he's like uh, my clone or some shit. Uh, it'll probably get bad, huh? No, no, no. He, he <laughs> no, he, 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 he said something about a particular group. Um, but yeah, um, it, he wasn't right. Obviously, he just said something about a particular group, uh, and then he said something about Hitler, and um, yeah, yeah, Connor is fucked. He's he got himself in trouble. Yeah, he. When does he not? But like, do don't you think, you think, he, it, do you think he does this just to stay relevant now? No, because Donna. Mm. No, I don't think so. I don't think because <coughs> no, you're good. Because Donna, that was good. And you like, like that album? I'm certainly going. I, listen, I disagree. I don't. I don't play it no. front to. I don't play it front to back. But there's a lot of songs on there that are like still in my playlist. I just didn't really like, fucking like it. One, I mean, to each their own. You, yeah, you probably really like Certified Lover Boy, then, huh? That album is good. That. that was I, a I hate good that. album. I think it had like one or two good songs. Dude, let me tell you, I was not, I was not a Drake fan for a long time. I was really not a Drake fan. I didn't love Drake at all. I thought that he was overrated, overhyped. Over the past year, year and a half, Drake, the the Drake has, the new Drake has grown on me. I really am liking the new Drake because, I'll tell you why, I have just, over this past year, been able to see the versatility of one artist. And for one, Drake doesn't fuck around. He releases music every year, all the time. He's very, oh oh God. Sometimes twice in a year. Right. He's very open on social media. He'll post a lot. He won't, like, hide shit. He'll go on podcasts, do interviews. What really made me say, like, you know, he he's that guy is, and I know a lot of people didn't like this album, but that Honestly Nevermind album. Yeah. Being a DJ, that album is full of songs that are meant to be mixed. So if you listen to it, it's a lot of beats. It's a lot of just sounds like dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 The dun. dance hall vibe. Yes. Like a dance, like an ED, more of an EDM vibe. Yeah. But I think he made that for the purpose of to be mixed with other songs. So like when I listen to like honestly never mind, I'm like I can mix any of these Drake songs with each other with any other song just because of the beat. And I, that to me just showed me how much how much versatility Drake can bring to the table. Yeah. I mean and, and since then I've been a Drake fan. And like here's the thing too, people are like, "Oh, this album sucks." You know, why is he doing this? it's still debuted at number 1. Right. But music's very interesting because it's everyone's own opinion. Exactly. I personally, I going back to Certified Lover Boy, like I was disappointed. You didn't like it? Well, because at first we were waiting three years. I mean, he gave us a uh, care package right after Scorpion. That was twenty nineteen. He gave us that, but it was just like all recy- like recycled um, singles that he never like truly released. Yeah. Also went number one, and then Dark Lane demo tapes as well. That debuted at number two, um, which is good, you know, but that was like a pandemic thing. Same thing. Songs that were like kind of leaked. He didn't officially release. Um, 
and then the true like album comes out and it didn't sound anything the way i thought it was gonna sound i remember first couple songs i was fucking with and then like number five i was like oh i didn't really like knife talk and then it kind of just go went down really well this is the first listen bro not even like acknowledging any of the lyrics and then i'm like i'm on this is you know that's my guy you know this is who i like idolized as a child um <laughs> and all his music pretty much seems to really like age like fine wine so you know you keep listening to it whatever and like just really taking in the lyrics and stuff like that bro that that is my fall album like because it came out and i believe it came out in october late october 2021 every time i hear it i think about cutting the grass in the fall going to football games pumpkin spice like i music is different like you said music is different for different people um like why they like it yeah but just something about fall and certified lover boy with like the vibes and the beats and the lyrics it does it for me and oh you got something yeah, yeah my, my bad I didn't want no to no you're good go um so like uh like how you said ah oh, fuck i forget what i was gonna say but like uh like i listen like how you listen to more than once that's what's yeah say. To me, if I can't vibe with it that fucking first time, I can't really listen to it again. I fucked with a couple songs. I'm not saying Drake's a bad rapper. Drake's up there in some of my favorite rappers. I listen to some of his songs. More older shit. But, like, when I heard that album, I was like, oh, this ain't it. Like, that, it ain't really? my vibe for me, at least. Like, it's to each their own. Right, yeah. that's that's another thing. Like, But maybe I gotta give him another listen like you guys are saying. I mean, but... listen, he deb- it debuted at number one. Um, I think it sold like 600k first week. I'm not sure. Maybe a little bit less. Are you going to the concert? No, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Drake live in concert. Why? I'm gonna go. Cause he does that little thing where like he uses like a different dialect than he does in the songs. If you've seen like the performances on social media, I, I've never. I, I got to see Drake come out at Astro World. That's really? about it. But. But that was like infamous performance. Well, that was like for 15 minutes only. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that infamous performance that was that was incredible. But like, it was hard to pay attention when you're like, yeah. also like kind of getting squished. Where's the where's this concert at? It's in Columbus, in October. He's had a bunch. I think that's the only one in Ohio, though. I'm pretty sure. In Columbus, it was supposed to be like a couple weeks ago, but uh-huh. he pushed it to October 9th, I oh. think. I mean, I'd like to, I would like to go because just because, like I said, I've started to like Drake. Yeah, her loss was really. I thought that was a really good album. That's honestly. the reason I'm with my girlfriend today. Yeah, is her loss. Yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah. That's what we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, she who shall not be named, but no, her loss, excellent. Also debuted at number one. Yeah, I thought it was it was exactly what it needed to be. It was an album that you know demeaned women but like it wasn't really it also was kind of formal i don't know i just thought it was i'm less of a lyrics guy and less of a storyteller guy and more of like a or like a rage type of well you're music. a dj right so like i i'm listening for songs that can sound good to be played at a at a like at a an event where it's going to be good yeah so like when you said about knife talk when I play knife talk at a like a school dance, those kids are jumping, like to this. There's like a mosh pit at a school dance, or like when I play like, 
Rich Flex was a good one. Because that's one that, when I first heard, I didn't think it was going to pop off like it did. But then, because I was like, this is not, not even really that hype of a song. But it's that, he knows how to make himself Drake. Knows how to <sighs> know, knows how to do things to get people's attention. Like he did, 21, can yeah. you do some for me? Yeah. Like, he, did he think that people weren't going to say something about that? He probably knew. But here's the thing, like to your, like you said, to his credit, like he knows he's on social media all the time. He'll do things, and I'm not necessarily agreeing with what I'm about to say. He painted his nails for like a reaction, maybe. Yeah, I don't know to draw up hype for this next album that should be coming out. The on, dogs one for all the dogs is it coming? He hasn't released an official date, but like all the subtle promotion um, for the album and like. Just he, his social media presence. He's so aware of himself, um, where he is. He's publicly stated like he can't be like J Cole or Kendrick Lamar. He can't just make music and then like disappear. He's too like invested in like the rap light. That's just not him at this point. No. Um, he's very just like I said, self-aware. Like he knows where he is, um, in this spot in his life. He's I, th- I think he has the crown right now. He's had it for a decade and a half. Well, who would be better? Who do you think would ever be? Who's better than like you mean ever or like who you think's better i'm just saying right now right now 2023 um like the the best rapper whoever sells the most whatever like that combination is i don't know if that's the best i don't know if that's i don't know what the definition is but he's that guy he's he's the he's lebron yeah yes yes right now so is you so so like michael jordan and lebron there's always an argument to make of course and you can probably make the same argument for jay-z i was gonna say drake and jay-z yeah you know one who kind of like paved the way for what it is for what the rap is today and put up numbers or one that puts up significant amount of numbers and is like doing it today i mean like fuck i think drake only has two albums that debuted at number two the rest debuted at number one it's a drake effect yes the drake he also has the drake stimulus package like how many up-and-coming artists were featured on a song or that he put on in some way that took him on tour kendrick asap rocky the weekend party next door we could go on and on young blue yeah people like mccoman who the hell is mccoman and then they released a tuesday um remix migos you could even say a little bit you know they were already sort of popping off but the versace remix just elevated them completely and they just say fetty wap too fetty wap yeah but they he it didn't it didn't go on the album do you see what he said about that no what do you say about that because he didn't like somehow they didn't include monty on that the um the song so but like it's online yeah it's a fire verse it's a great verse it's a good song you could call me james because i'm going hard in this bitch like what? I know that, that, it, that's a good song. Insane. Um, who else did he bring? Who? Um, I forget the other one of these other. Magic Jordan, or how, is that how you say it? I think so. Maj- Majid. Yeah, Majid. I don't Majid. know. I don't know exactly how. Well, Majid. them. Like, yeah. there's so many people. The Drake stimulus package is still a real thing, man. And kind of going back to what we originally talked about, that is. That was my envisionment when I released an AI song with Drake. Yeah. Because you know how big he can be. You know what I mean? If you put Drake Drake on anything, I mean, it's it's up. That's why, you know, trying to test the waters with that was what I was going for. And I think if I push it and I push 
if I made another one with it, it start to it start to catch you know catch some traction. Bro, you could do a collab album. Anybody could do. You can make an album yourself, right? And call it a collab album yeah. with anyone now. Yeah. With anyone. It is insane. Um, what's the um like? How good has that uh, the AI song with Drake performed so far? At least, if you want, it's, you don't have no, to. Say no, it. it's done well. It's done better than some of my other ones. I, yeah. I think my my most popular song still is Wrong Place, but MC Nose has done good. I'd say put it at probably three. Out of, wow! Like like at number spot number three out of my disc mis- discography, and like that hasn't been out for that long. No, it's it's been out. Yeah, it hasn't been out too too long. Only a couple months, but I have a lot of new stuff on the way in the music sector. But like I said, I, I have a lot of hands on a lot of different things. So it's just really where you want to devote your time. Yeah. So the music is one thing I really want to do. I'd like being on stage. Um, obviously. We did our concert. Yeah. You, you did stand up there, I know. Of course. I have a story, you know, forever now. Yeah. I've so told you, multiple times. Right. Yeah. That was your first time doing stand-up? Yeah. That was my first time performing at a concert. So yeah. it's a good, it was a good day. It was a good time. Thank you again for the opportunity. Oh, yeah. No problem. And we uh, always want to support our local artists. I'm all about, you know, supporting each other. People who do things for me, I do things for them. We make sure we have each other all covered in that way. But... You know, there's there's things that I have planned, and the people that support me now, you know, you other content creators around here, you guys all here, I, these are things that I'm not going to forget if something were to get to another level. Yeah, I I know exactly what you're and saying. And I would like to bring the people around me with me to that next level yeah. because. I see how hard people are working on their stuff, and I know how hard it is. I know how hard this is to do, like to to get people coordinated to come on a podcast, yeah. to get people to show up, to talk about things, and then even that's only part of it because now you have to edit everything. Yeah, you have to buy all the equipment. I know these microphones, uh, recorders, and stuff like that. Stuff's not cheap, so you have to figure out a way to do it. I had suck dick for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it takes a lot of time too. I mean, he his dick was pretty massive. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it did take a lot of time. <laughs> that took a lot of time to f- yeah. figure it out. Yeah, but even on the back end, it takes a lot of time. Um, so like it, people need to like really a- appreciate what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that no, definitely. And the same goes for you, bro. There's um, <clears throat> I mean, you never know how like somebody react to like a verse in a song, whatever. Right. You're kind of just to put it in like the. In like terms of playing a game, you're kind of playing against yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that. I mean, you're doing a very good job. Right. It's like a business, even like barbering. Like you guys have to like keep practicing and trying and doing trial and error. Something might work better. Something might work faster. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure you guys, (laughs) you know how that goes. Dude, every day. I'm trying something different every fucking day. I'm like, how can I get my way? Like, how can I cut faster this day? Right. how can I take like five minutes off today? But I'm like, nope, this just added me five fucking more minutes because I just had to fucking fix what I just did. Or right. just something like that. But eventually, if, you know, as you keep trying some different things, something mm-hmm. will work. And oh, then, like yeah. for in your industry, like for the hair industry, the faster you get a cut done, the more clients you can take and then the more money you'll make. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll make a lot more. Like a lot of people think like uh, for barbering, like, more haircuts you get done, more money you make. Yeah. 
But also, though, if you think about it this way, say I take 45 minutes to an hour on it. Say I get real popular, get big, haircuts become 10 out of 10, like one of the best in the area. And I'd start charging 60 bucks, 70 bucks. Like, like the one, there's a barber right down the road. Uh, he does that. Um, he's he's up there. He's probably the best barber in the area. Like, I, I, I can say that. Um, but uh, he charges 60, 70, but he's also been cutting since he was like 13 years old. Mm. And uh, he's crazy good. Uh, crazy talented, big, big in social media and all that. And I'm like, well, maybe if I can get my haircuts perfect and all that, I can get to that. And, dude, there's people paying $100 a haircut. Like, there's people paying him, like, hey, can I slide in for 100 real quick? And he'll squeeze him in, them in for, like, fit in a 15-minute slot, 100 bucks. Like, wow. he can cut fast, too, but. And then you have people like Dean. Dean and, like, Dean. Also used to cut right down the street as well. He used to cut my hair. Yeah. yeah. Dean, okay. Dean started off. Just started off, went to the same, he went to, like, the barber school I went to, but in Akron. Okay. He, so, like, it was a couple of years before me, opened his own barbershop at 21. His name was Dean Lowry. Yeah. Uh, is he had long hair? Yeah, Dean yeah. Lowry. He yeah. used to have long hair. I know, I know who that is. Yeah, so yeah. he came from Ohio, now he cuts hair in, in LA. LA for I think all these influencers. I want to say he cuts for, like, 150 to 170. Bro, might have, like, 100K on Instagram. But, yeah, like, is it just a credit? Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're 52. Sorry, Dean's got 152. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, like, in, so it just goes to show, like, it doesn't really matter, like, what you what you think you're perceived, like, up against. Like, it doesn't matter where you're from either. Because, like, Youngstown, Ohio, you know, it's regular. I mean, it's not a big town, but it's not completely small either. But there's not a lot of opportunity here no. for, like, content creation and shit like that. So he no. did it. Mm -hmm. you, anything's possible there. It's... Like, yeah, I was going back to like the prices real quick. How we charge here, thirty for thirty five. Yeah, he's charging for a haircut out there one thirty, haircut a beard one sixty. For household, I charge a hundred bucks to go across the street if I have to. Just for me to leave here, I charge a hundred bucks. Because if you get if you're right there, why can't you come here? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you gotta pay for my time. He's charging four hundred dollars out there in L. A. for a house for, for a house call for him to go somewhere. I'm like, that is like. If you're if you're getting paid like that, you're doing something right. But like when you got people that are high of high influence, like mm -hmm. like we, like maybe a rapper like Drake, something like that. You think you think he wants to leave his house to get a haircut? No. Why would Probably he? Probably not. Because he's because he's in. He would rather sit at home, pay the money, get his haircut, rather than deal with all the people that are gonna be up his ass when he goes out. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that, like right now. Me and me, you, all of us would think. How cool would it be to have someone recognize you from something? Like, yeah. I get happy when people say, oh, you're big hot. Or, oh, you're, like, you're big hot. You make music. Someone that maybe I don't know or someone that I see out. Like, that's mm -hmm. cool. Do you ever have that? People are like, oh, you're Luke Papala. You're from the, you do the podcast. Yeah. Don't you love that? Bro, it's a, it's something else. I know. It's crazy. Because it's like, it's like people know me. Like, I'm low, I'm like. Low, low key. key like, <laughs> like, starting to go yeah, up. Yeah. Like, a tad bit. But no, and I feel bad. Like, I don't know who it is sometimes. Right. Like, oh, thank you, bro. You know, dap them up, whatever. Because it's like people you don't know are starting to support you. Just yeah. showing the the growth progression in yeah. what you're doing. Like, I, I know we talked about before this, but like, I, I monitor per people around the area, their follower count, and not on just Instagram, but on every all their social channels. Yeah. And have tracked 
where they're at. And there's some people around here that are doing it right and like getting it, getting things to go up. Yeah. And I know like we, you made your YouTube channel back in 2021. I, I know I was your first video guest yeah. and you didn't really have any subscribers. You really didn't have many. And I'm seeing your channel now. It's at 795, I think, yeah. as of today. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in, what is that, two, like a little, like a year and a half pretty uh-huh. much? Yeah. A year and a half pretty much, you have got, gotten 795 people to subscribe to your channel. And like the only thing, like the shorts. I credit the shorts for like 99% of everything. I've only been pushing that for probably the last nine months or so. Yeah. I never realized how much of a like a, a key tool, and not just for podcasts, but like for anything. You're doing vlogs, you're doing street interviews. I saw the street interview, like little thing you put on Snapchat, bro. That shit could blow up on TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts. I know Facebook. And if you make it, yeah, Facebook's another good one that people don't think about. If you put your reels on Facebook, my friend has Facebook. Uh, Stellar Ty, he makes dirt bike videos, so he actually has a creator account on there and he can get so when he gets certain amount certain amount of views they'll pay they pay you and they pay you good on facebook really people can also donate directly with these things called stars to your facebook reels no shit yeah so it's pretty cool and those are how like and the thing is with facebook it's underrated because there's a there's a group of people who use tiktok a lot of people use tiktok of right? course young old medium medium aged but on facebook if you can capture that like 40 plus demographic mom <laughs> yeah moms and grandmothers and my stuff mom like that. uses that yeah they will watch those reels for hours because they don't want to go on tiktok exactly they'll watch it on reels on facebook because yeah. they don't have instagram so they'll watch it on it's facebook. crazy like my mom okay um it's she found this this person um that's like like this gay dude who like I don't know, just talks about, like, events in the world, right? And I never would have thought my... It's called, like, um, Auntie something, whatever. It's a dude. Um, but, like, I never would have thought that, like, my mom would, like, you know, find that and, like, go back to this person's, like, feed and stuff. But this person's just so entertaining, like... And my mom's, like, I love, you know, this person. just so funny. He's so funny. And, like, you never would have thought that these two people would have ever had, like, an interaction, more or less. Like, she's following now, him now. You know what I mean? Right. I get scared though because you know I, I'm my family on Facebook, right? And I mean, then I, 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 they already know who I am and like they've been around me in real life. So like, what's gonna be you know the harm of me saying, oh yeah, I suck dick for all this equipment, and just put it on Facebook, right? Like that's gonna be that's gonna be a little short. It'll be like a five second short. There you go. <sighs> yeah, man. And then using using I know you use an AI to help you with your editing. And that is crack. Very, very helpful. It is crack. It has changed the game, and it it has helped. So imagine those shorts, all those shorts you post that you've made and you've posted. Imagine how long that would have taken you to edit all of those individually, add the captions, add the words, add the fucking timing. Hours. I know. Fucking hours. I used to be in the business class. One of those business classes with you. I forget because they all fucking loop. Um. The whole time, whole class, I was making shorts. Right. The whole class. And it might have been, I used to record in like maybe like three minute, four minute increments. So I'd have a clip, I'd just like, um, 
I'd have it on my phone, and then I just edit it, put the auto captions in there. But then you got to go call the pictures too, the overlay too, because you want it to catch in the algorithm, right? If you're talking about somebody, but they don't really know, you don't really drop their name, like what are you talking about people don't know yeah what you put on instagram you have the overlay and they're like oh shit they're talking about scarlett johansson whatever or so on whatever uh topic you're talking about but like with this bro it, it's great auto captions here we're not gonna i mean i'll say it i'll share the wealth whatever yeah. it's called opus clip um you get a free two hour trial on the website um just create free trials with all these gmail accounts don't pay for that shit unless you really have to um but it's great bro you literally uh you put a file in or you put like a youtube link in and you can get however many clips um from that and uh you know it'll give you like regular up and down iphone or android you know, phone format uh it'll give you captions emojis with that too uh it's perfect it'll give you it'll actually rank it on like um you know how viral it'll go which yep. that's kind of bullshit too because the one that was ranked the last for me i just kept posting on youtube posting on youtube about taylor swift and it got me like 350 <laughs> subscribers in a month so i'm not really I, that's kind of bullshit but like ai is changing the game it is and people some people like it some people don't i'm all for it me too as someone in tech as someone in this space i like it i'm for ai um i think that you're gonna have to learn how to use it one way or another. In your industry, you're safe, bro. Your job's good. No, ca- no robot's gonna be able to cut hair. So you're, you're chill. Bro, I swear to God, if a robot comes out and cuts fucking hair, <laughs> bro, they're they're solving. I might as well just fucking jump off a bridge at that point. They're replacing doctors. ChatGPT is like solving like complex like medical problems. It's interesting. There was this one thing I heard on Joe Rogan where um. This guy went to the vet, whatever, for his dog, and um, guy said, no, dog has like a month to live or whatever. This is just paraphr- I'm just, I don't know if, nothing's exact, but this is just the story. Okay. Uh, dog had so-and-so amount of time to live. Uh, guy gets a blood sample from the dog. Okay. Somehow configures it into ChatGPT. ChatGPT said, oh, this, this, and this is wrong with the dog. Guy takes it back to the doctor. Guy goes... The doctor goes, wow, you know, you're right. The dog lives today. Wow. Fucking nuts. Could you imagine trusting a fucking AI with that, though? I As did. your doctor? Oh, I, I trusted it to write all my papers. <laughs> Dude, that, I haven't I haven't fucking worked on yeah, school. Yeah, but writing a paper and trusting with your life is two different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. is trusting with my life, in my opinion, okay, bro. Yeah. Okay, okay but, papers to pass school or... If you have HIV or AIDS. The, the dog was dying anyway, though. You know what I mean? The dog was dying anyway. Right. Last Why resort. not try? Why yeah, not try? yeah. I mean, listen, they haven't cured AIDS unless, you know, you look at magic. Actually, haven't they cured AIDS? So They have a cure. I think they have cured AIDS. I have heard that they do have a cure. Did they even re- did they release it? Uh, How about you just ask fucking chat GBT? That would, no, it's only back, it's back to 2021 still, isn't it? I think it's two years dated. You can live through anything if magic made it. Listen, ask ask ChatGPT or ask an AI. I'd be like, "Hey, how do I get rid of AIDS?" It'll it probably fucking tell you, dude. It might. Probably won't. It tells you how to make a fucking bomb. So it will. It, it, does, it, it, it lets you. The filters don't block that one. Uh, you have to word it the right way, and it can tell you like how to fucking build a bomb. Really? Like at least your Snapchat AI. So uh, I tried the Snapchat AI. That's so weird. I just say I can't say what I. Continue. Snapchat AI is weird. I send it like dick pics and it says we're not speaking right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'll be like, oh, they'll be like, um, 
oh, uh, feeling a little bit, uh, promiscuous tonight or something like that. Really? Yeah, and then I'll, like, call it a slur. And you think be like, a, We're not, what? You think there's a real person behind it? Oh, definitely. There has to be. Definitely, bro. Bro, think right, about that. What are, we, what are we asking, ChatGPT? Ask if you can get rid of AIDS. There you go. Ask how to get rid of AIDS. How can you get rid of AIDS? Okay, so as of my last update in September 21, there is no cure for AIDS. However, it is important to note that significant progress has been made managing the condition and improving the quality of life of people living with HIV AIDS. Okay, steps. Um, number one, you got prevention. The best way to get rid of AIDS is to prevent the transmission of HIV, the virus that causes AIDS. Practice safe sex by using condoms and consistently and correctly limit the number of sexual partners. So don't be a whore. So it just tells you how to perf not get yeah, it. Yeah, basically. So it's a, um, you know, test regularly. Um, you got early detection and treatment. Anti Anti-retroviral therapy, ART, I should have just read ART, regular medical care, a healthy lifestyle, pre-exposure, prophylaxis, and then post-exposure. I'm not a doctor, but I can't read. You go, oh shit, hold on. I can't, I gotta think of what the fucking uh, thing was called. Uh, it basically it said don't be a whore. So, I mean, take that with a grain of salt. I personally feel insulted because I did suck dick for these mics. Um, you could have AIDS. You could have gotten it. No, you know what I say? What uh, you just don't test. Just don't know? You'd rather not know? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Full disclosure. Um, definitely test if you think you've, you've got AIDS. Yeah, for real. <laughs> We're getting our second strike. You think? No. YouTube's gonna give you the second strike? That'd we be bad, because I heard that if you get a strike like that, they could prevent you from getting monetized. And isn't that your whole purpose? Like, you want to get monetized? No, no, it, it is, yes, but we're not gonna get a strike. Um, like, real quick. Yeah, it does prevent. Like, see how, you, like, you can put, like, how to make mustard guys that don't tell you? Yeah. I type slow, sorry. Uh, do I not mix? That ain't right, right? Fuck it. I said everything right there, right? I didn't say anything that gets you demonetized or... No. But I just know that you can get demonetized. You can get, like, your well, whole channel gets you're, demonetized. You're in that now, right? Are you in the partnership program or not yet? Yeah, so I am waiting for my, my watch hours. Oh. Are you? Did you meet yours yet? No. I'm at 25% of that. I just got to 1,000. Okay, so I'm a little bit further than that. Um, not not a little bit, but I'm a probably about seventy five percent of my watch hours. So I get about three thousand watch hours a year. I have I a couple you. normal videos that really did well. Yeah, but the four thousand—that's the hard part, right? It's so hard. First, at first, I thought it was the thousand subscribers that was going to be hard. Me too. Me too. And, and then the shorts came out, oh, bro. Fucking butter. I know. Like it, it's easy to get the thousand, but they also have like you can also get ten million shorts in ninety days. But that's harder. I think that's way harder. Although I mean. For some people that we know, you know, in particular, the dude that I talked about oh, um, that yeah. I had on here previously, bro posts of fucking maybe a seven second short of him yeah. crashing his bike gets like three million views in the, like the first 24 hours. I check it's got like 20 million views. And here's, here's the thing with his clips. Some of him, are, some of his, I like what he's making, right? And I appreciate what he's making. Some of his are risky. 
That's what I will say. What do you so mean? So like, when you go behind the checkout of a place, like you could get, you could technically get arrested for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess all the content creation stuff comes with the risk, and it just depends on how well, he was how risky. He was arrested he, for that. He came when he came on. He was talking about it. Bro was wanted by the cops for months. Really? He actually. Okay, so we're talking about Geo Chops. Um, bro, they he outran the cops. So they're chasing him. He outran the cops. Didn't really pull out with his um his bike for the next couple months, whatever. And then he comes out, and they were they they knew somehow some bro gets pulled over. Is there a Liberty PD one? I think so. Gets arrested. So I got info behind that. Yeah, tell tell. You got it. So uh, we got actually a Liberty Police cop that comes in here once in a while. Okay. Turns out someone snitched on him. No. Someone wow. snitched on him. And uh, when like, he was out riding, they called it in, told him that was him. So as soon as they seen him, they pulled that's, him over. That's fucked up. That was a great. Basically. That was a great episode. He's he's a really interesting dude. That's a good callback then. Yeah, yeah. More for that. Yeah, so, that's one of my dudes too. No, listen, so. Gio's a hell of a dude. He's a wild motherfucker, though. I will say that. But he blew yeah. up really quick. I remember, I might have had like 300 subscribers at the time, maybe like 350, um, when he came on, and like he only had like maybe 100 if that. And then after that, bro, just blew up, and now he's got like twenty plus uh, k on YouTube. So credit to him, and like, like literally the shit he does, it's not easy. The easy part is posting it, but like, dudes doing shit that if I did, I I, I would die, hundred percent. Yeah. And so I don't know how that. I'm trying to figure out how the algorithm works. I know how to get shorts like for a couple thousand views. Me too. But after that, it's like I, I I can't touch a million. I can't touch uh over like I don't think I've ever touched on YouTube like over twenty five k on a short. It's but hard. I've seen some. I've seen your shorts and like like I said, I monitor some of them. Yeah. Like, it's they're they're performing they're performing well. I think I that they're doing it. good. I would maybe here's what I would say if you want to make it a little bit easier on yourself, I would recommend like a posting schedule. So like you can go online and I recommend metrical okay so metrical is like an, a website where you can so when you go on opus clips tonight yeah. or tomorrow whenever you f- finish our episode put all sign up for metrical and then link all your socials accounts so okay. link your tiktok instagram everything like that and you can schedule the videos to come out at certain times at every day huh so i have mine i made a whole bunch of content this past week for this week yeah. and i have it scheduled to release at once every day on but it'll release at the same time on all my platforms so then to kind of alleviate some of the stress off you especially if you're like at work like you have your lawn care business let's say you wanted to post earlier in the day or you have one to post here you want to post here you want to post here because you have a lot of a lot of clips you could schedule them and post you know post a clip monday at 11 monday at 7 tuesday at whenever and you can just do that for all your clips because then it'll automatically post it what i've been doing is i've just been like um uploading them maybe like a day in advance and then scheduling it all okay. so like i used to have two pockets that i posted in it was like eleven thirty to like 2 30 uh morning to afternoon and then it was like 6 to like 9 30 mm. but then like the algorithm changed or something changed so like that first pocket wasn't working and I, I change it up kind of, and now like the second pocket, I had to shorten down. So usually on like a regular podcast week, when I'm not banned, um, 
post around five to six shorts from like 7.45 to like 9.35. You post that many in one, at one time? Yes. In one crack? Yes. And so sometimes it'll hit and they'll all get like over a thousand. Um, sometimes even a couple thousand. Or what happened two nights ago when I did this is just a little bomb. Mm. So hit or miss. And like it used to be that like um, I'd post it and then it kind of grow after like maybe 20, 25 minutes. But then as the year has gone on, I'll post the shorts. And if they blow up, I don't really see them blow up until when I wake up. That's a, that's a weird thing about YouTube. I always see that too. On my new channel and on my old one, I'll post a short and it takes a minute before yeah. it gains any traction. It's recent, only within the last couple months. Yeah, like because I used to post them and they used to be like, okay, you, you see it within the first hour, you'll know if it's going to perform well. Yeah. But like more recently, I post it, I get like one, two, three, four, five views, and then probably from people who are subscribing to me. And then like overnight or throughout the day there's like one period where like the where the algorithm will pick it up and then just do do really well with it yeah i don't know why that is but it it happens yeah i don't know i'm i definitely feel like i've learned more about algorithms definitely um in the past year or so just studying like the times you know the frequency of how things gonna blow up um when posted at a specific time in the day or even like not on the hour, not on the half hour, but like just a random thing. Like, oh, I posted 934 or something like that. It really makes a difference. It's surprising too. Yeah. So is there anything that uh, you want to add real quick to that? To the algorithm? Yeah, just like to talking about that subject. So like being in, I mean, I'm in IT yeah. as well at YSU. So I kind of know a little bit about the space of what algorithms are meant to do. And like the, they're like basically just like processes. So the way that, and the, the weird thing is that YouTube and TikTok, they all have different algorithms and they always change their algorithms. Always. And that's the, that's the hard thing as a creator. It's almost like this is like a full-time job for yeah. me because like I have to, for one, knowledge myself on what to, like what they are, what to do, I mean, for me, even it's on Spotify and stuff like that too. Because yeah. I make, I like to make music and stuff like that. So it's like, I have to knowledge myself on what to do for all that. I have to make the content, edit the content, plan out what we're gonna do, and then like actually post it. So it's it's tough as a creator. And I tell them, like sometimes I'll be working. I have like my little office set up where I work on my computers, and I'll be working on my computer, and I'm just sitting there. And I feel bad. I don't feel bad, but like I tell my mom, I'm like, oh, I have to go work on something. She said, well, what are you, what are you working on? I was like, I'm editing a video. To me, it's like she doesn't view that as work. You know what I mean? Well, it's just it's natural. That's that that's that generation. They don't they don't they don't really think that what we are doing has any value or is of any work. Well, I, I think it's just because maybe they don't understand it per se. Um, which I get. Gio was talking about something similar to this. Where he was like, you know, I'll, uh, I could like advertise you guys. I could like put a sticker on my bike, whatever. Would you guys be able to like, you know, drop the price a little bit for me? And like, it was like these 70, 80 year old guys who were like running the shop. They didn't really get it and they didn't want to. Um, I think it's just with these older generations, they don't really, they still don't really understand like the whole 
value that the internet has and stuff like that and like shit that we're doing like you could really get paid from this and yeah. they're starting maybe to kind of come around but they don't really understand the full scope because they right. didn't grow up with it right i mean specifically like my mom and like my parents like i haven't we haven't i, I at least haven't made any money off this yet right yeah. so i haven't made any money from the content creation but i know the potential that there is in it and yeah. if i keep putting things out if i keep putting content i keep making things consistent i'm doing the same things I know where it can be yeah. if I make good content. Yeah. But I feel like other people don't see the same vision that I have. There's only certain select few people that really are like, yeah, like, I mean, for example, you're doing this. People in this space know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. you, you can see the end game here. You know what like, I mean? I'll, I'll say how much I've made. I made about $21 from yeah. making up in three years, right? It's nothing. But I see it in the little account from the streams like from youtube i've made nothing from twitter i've made nothing that's very new but like i know what it could become what did you make your money on then uh spotify and apple podcasts okay just from like the ads and stuff like that the streams on there yeah but like not a lot at all i'm not trying to brag about any of that i hope you and know, you, it's not perceived of and you put that. more into it yeah than you have gotten out of it so far oh, you, of course. you're taking a risk on your time you're taking a risk on your money yeah. to do this like i'm for myself i know how much it, i i had to buy a camera i had to buy this i had to buy that and this stuff starts to add up and you're like when when am i ever going to see the return yeah it, but it's really i think i always think back to that um it's that picture of uh there's a man who he's mining for gold and he's mining horizontally mm. and um you know he's right there like right there maybe a couple feet away from all the gold and he just gives up and his head's down, he's walking the other way. That's what I always think about, bro. And plus, I have such a fun time doing this. I love working and editing, making the shorts, making the clips. Um, comedy is something I'm passionate about. Podcasting is something that I love. Um, yeah. I've always wanted to entertain people. Like I've been like an extra in shows and shit like that. So I've always wanted to do this stuff since I was really young. And so why not we only live once, I think, I'm pretty sure, we only live once, why not go after your dream, you know? That's, and you know, that's exactly where I'm at right now. Um, I'm going to graduate. Did you graduate yet? One more semester. Okay, same, same with me. I'll We're see your graduation. Gonna, yep, we'll see your graduation. We're we'll going to be graduating at the same time. Yeah. So one thing that, I don't even know what I want to do after this, right? I have my business, yeah. my side business that I do my entertainment. You have yours. I mean, I've seen, I saw what you make. I was at the Shark Tank thing. Right. You make a decent amount. Right. We, yeah, make a decent amount. I'm sure you do, you do as well as well. So that's how we kind of are able to do this right now. Yeah. Because we don't have to have our, we make our own schedules. But It's awesome. Yeah, it is. And that's the thing. Wouldn't, wouldn't you want to do this? Like, imagine you in your next year let's just say you next year have like rappers nba stars come chill on your podcast and you have enough you're making money from this that you yeah. have enough to like pay people to be on your podcast look at that that chick um bobby bobby a really good podcast bro how do you okay i, I think i think per, <laughs> i personally think this woman is an industry plant i was just about to say because there is no way on your fourth episode that you have drake and then your fifth episode you have lil yachty that's exactly what i was thinking i've been thinking this ever since i because I, I look back i was like okay where did this girl spawn from 
And like, okay, she has her first podcast episode, maybe 100K, second podcast episode, maybe 200K. How do you get 100K on your first episode, though? That's another <sighs> thing. On your first very episode? And I looked. No shorts. She started on little TikTok, shorts. Though. I don't know how you carry that amount of weight, though. To get I, Drake on the, on the podcast? How? How do you just call up Drake and say, yo, come do a podcast? Or, yeah. you know what? It was in his house. Yeah, do me one better. Do it in a bed. In his, it was his bed. I don't understand. It was literally his house. I don't get it. She goes to them. Like, I, I, that was in Lil Yachty's house and Drake's house. Like, that's crazy. I mean, I'm not trying to hate. Full, full, full disclosure right, here. I'm no. not trying to hate. But I think she might be an industry plant. But sidebar not the point um despite that you never know like when it's gonna be when you're gonna hit the gold mine and that's the thing about comedy too a lot of comedians are doing stand-up a lot of open mics all the time eating shit for a long time and then maybe you get recognized uh you're met like matt Rife, for example you get you know you do stand-up for a little bit uh, actually, he'd been doing it since he was 13, right? Yeah, so, young. so Matt Rife is like 27 now. So he was doing it for a long period of time, and then he got on uh, Wilding Out. Mm. And then that kind of pushed him, and then obviously now, huge on TikTok. He's selling out all the time. You know what I mean? So you could have something like that. I got a hot take about Matt Rife here. Go ahead. I know you guys talked about him last time. And I know you, you guys kind of mentioned crazy hot take. Uh, you, yeah, you had a crazy hot take. <laughs> I think that He's funny. He's a comedian. I'm not going to hate any of the comedians, but I think that his attractiveness takes him a long way. He's even said that. He said 80% of the people that have come to his shows are girls, and 20% of the guys that brought their girlfriends. But like by the end, the 20% that didn't want to be there like love it, and the 80% that are there like, uh. A lot of girls just like to look at him. Yeah. Which is okay, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm not going to fault. I mean, he's not... A bad looking dude, but see, I think his crowd works help crowd, his crowd work helps him out too because he's always saying shit to the crowd. That's, that's what my true. that's what my girlfriend said. Um, yeah, she went to see him with uh, two of her friends, and um, she said, Yeah, most of it was crowd work. And I that, heard that's good. That. he does that, yeah, like it's I good, mean, like that's like comedy now. Like, yeah, people want to hear the jokes and shit, people want to hear you tell a story that's funny and all that, but like, dude, if you can interact with the crowd and like get them to like join in. Dude, you go from, like, here to there. But then here's the thing. I feel like you're a slave to, like, your art, if that makes sense. Because, like, if people show up for, oh, you know, he's going to interact with me, whatever. And you don't. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, like, comedy could be different things. Mm -hmm. Crowd work is, like, a subset of stand-up comedy, right? Um, Just, like, podcasting could be, like, a subset of stand-up comedy. But I feel like... There's nothing like a good half an hour, hour routine, you know what I mean? Like, bits that have been developed over and over and over and over again for however many times or however many years, you know? I mean, I think part of it that what makes him popular with the crowd work specifically is just the inclusivity behind it. Like, for him, he gets people there because, for one, they might think they might get, you know, picked on at at, at the show. Or they are happy... To be included and feel like they're part of this this thing. I mean, you would even know from from running a podcast. The and I've seen your videos. The more people you have on the video, the more views because generally because I mean, every usually yeah usually because people are like oh look at my friends yeah like my friend did this like look at this 
check out what what my friends did. And, of course. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, obviously, you want people who have followings themselves so then they can promote you, too. But you want, like, it's an, you want to create a sense of community. So if yeah. you can make people feel, like, connected in a certain way, that's a really good way to go about doing something like that. Especially in comedy. Like, if you yeah. make people, like, oh, like, this, is, this guy's funny because... He's like making fun of me, but like he's like doing it in a fun way, yeah. and like I'm enjoying this. I- I'm I'm invested. You know what I mean? See, I think like another comedian that's funny as fuck right now is Michael Blaustein. Michael he, Blaustein. He's you ever seen one. the Dirty Socks podcast with uh, mm-hmm. Trevor uh, Lawrence Wallace Wallace Trevor Wallace. Wallace? I saw him. Yeah. All right, so you know the dude that's oh, with him. You did. Yeah, I remember that video. So there's like a dude that's with him on the podcast at least, or like with most of stuff. Like it's like a shorter dude, black hair. I think he's bleached now. Okay. But this dude, like, if you watch his TikToks, he does nothing but crowd work. Funny as fuck. I got him over Matt. Like really? it's like, at least like comedy wise, because he's like he he fucks the crowd more, but like he. He does not give a fuck. Like, Matt, like, there's sometimes, like, he, you can tell he watches what he's saying. Yeah. This dude does not give a fuck. Like, he will go straight for your fucking neck. Has no, like... He, like, after he says he's like this, he's like, fuck, improv. Like, right away, he's like, improv. I'm just like, yeah, you might fuck yourself there, bud, but... Get it. Yeah. I have... Yeah, I got to see Trevor Wallace, though, but I'm going to have to look that up. What was his name again? Michael Blaustein. Michael Blaustein. I'm going to look that up. How was that seeing Trevor Wallace? Because I remember, first time I saw him, it might have been, it was early in the pandemic. He started to blow up on TikTok. You saw him live, too? No, 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 no. Like, on TikTok and stuff like that. Okay, I'm going to look him up. The first time, like, I heard of him before. Um, It was on TikTok. And, uh, you know, over time, you see more of the bits. And, um... Yeah, then all of a sudden he became the superstar in like a year. It's like, how was that? How was his stand-up compared to like the skits? Okay, that's a good one. So, I was like, I was front row for that. Really? It was cool. It was the Laugh Factory. It was you and your girlfriend, right? Yeah, in Hollywood. Um, We went because we were like, we're in Hollywood. Let's go to a comedy show. You know, I like to laugh. I think it's fun time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, we got there. They were like, we have two front row seats open available. No one wants to sit in the front because they're afraid. So do you want to go in there? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll go in the front. Why not? Yeah. I was like, why not? I'm, I'm not afraid. So yeah. we went to the front. Um, Trevor Wallace was, he wasn't even the headliner. Um, they had somebody else as the headliner that wasn't him. He was like second to last. So like the, the last opener. Yeah. Um, And he, w- he went up there and he did his stand up. He didn't. He didn't do a lot of crowd work. That's one thing I'll say. He didn't. He didn't really call out the crowd as much as some of these other guys do on TikTok. But he did his bit. Um, I've also seen him prior to. That's one of the reasons we wanted to go there because we saw he was going to be there. I've also seen him on TikTok and stuff like that. So I kind of knew who he was and getting into it. His, I'd say he's better at the skits because he plans them. Yeah. out better i mean i give credit to anyone who can get up on the stage anywhere and do whatever their talent is comedy rap sing anything because you have to have some type type of like you have to like really want to do that yeah it's like some people have a lot like stage fright of course um you know anybody gets nervous before they get on a stage in front of a lot of people but like i give it i give credit to him i thought he was good he was funny i wouldn't Put him as the funniest one I saw that night. 
but I think that his content is good. I think here's what I would say for Trevor Wallace. He would be better as an actor. Huh. Like a comedic actor. You know, I think I put him in the same realm as King Bach. You remember him? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He blew up on Vine. He was huge. He did a lot of stuff through Vine and then eventually got into the acting space. Or like Aquafina. Yeah, her yeah. too. So like, they blew up and then they went into the acting space. I think he would fit as like, maybe not the main character in a movie, but, but like, definitely like, like like a good character in a movie he could be. Or like a side character in like the show You, for example. Right. Like that. Okay, yeah. yeah I think like that, that would work, yeah. Speaking of watching things, I got a little thing here. Have you seen Barbie? No. No. I haven't. I've se- I seen Barbie. What do you think about people that are like attacking it for being like anti-man? So here's what I will say about that. I've seen comments on both sides. I watched the movie without going. I watched the movie opening day without any regard one side or the other. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know what the plot was. I was just excited because, you know, Barbie's like it's this. Barbie, is, this yeah. is a good movie. My girlfriend wanted to see it. Yeah. I was actually excited to see it. I thought it would be good. The first thing I will say is they, uh, Ryan Gosling looked a lot like Jake Paul. <laughs> um, when you see it and you see him in the in the big robe, tell me he doesn't look like Jake Paul. He does. I saw I saw the meme on Twitter. Or okay. X. Yeah. Change that around. But for it being anti man, I will say that they did have a lot of innuendos about you know this is a man a man's world this and that. Um, how it's hard to be a girl. And I think if you're like looking at it, if you're trying to find your problem with it, you can find your problems with it because it does show a lot of like, it's very pro woman, right? I mean, it's Barbie. It is Barbie, right? It is Barbie. You know what you're getting yourself into. You're going to Barbie. Yeah. It's very pro woman. I don't know if I'd say it's anti man. Um, I liked the movie and I think it's going to be the movie of the year huh. because the part that I liked aside from all the politics is that it really showed the human experience. So it really got to show what it is like to be a, like a human, like, huh. cause Barbie, they're in this Barbie world, this fake plastic place and everyone's nice and everyone's this, and they don't have any bad thoughts. They don't have any, you know, crime. And then they go to the real world and they have to experience what it's like to be real. And, like, people are rude to you or, like, people harass you or do this or do that. And not everything is all, like, sunshine and rainbows. And it really showed the aging process. Huh. That, like, like Barbie got met up with an old woman. Like, people actually get old. Because in Barbie land, they don't get old. Right. So, really get to show the human experience and talk about, like, you know, it's okay to be real. Huh. Like, Things are gonna happen. Like, they, like there is, there is no perfect life. There is no perfect life. There is no, there is no Barbie land. My cousin, and my brother, um, they both pirated the movie and they watched it together at our house. And uh, she came away from it. And my cousin was like, "Yeah, it just really made me think." Yeah. I was like, "Were you like stoned?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she doesn't smoke weed at all. It was just funny. But she's like, "No, like I really thought. Like it really made me think." She was, like, so serious about it. But, I mean, after hearing you say that, um, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it does have, like, 
people if you want to think about it as anti-man you can definitely you can definitely make that case i can see where people are coming from like people can make they could pinpoint anything right you could twist anything around nowadays to make it like fit your narrative it just depends on how you're going to look at it right i i'm looking at it through like up like a a blank lens thinking like let's let's put aside both sides like i understand people can think about where the guys are maybe a little upset but it's like look at it for what they're trying to be i mean if these are all just these are all just characters in a movie it's trying to show you like the human experience what it's like to be yeah. a person it's it's hard to they're trying to say it's really hard to be a girl that, that's okay it's but it's also hard they also said it's hard to be a guy like it, it's hard to be perfect but it's literally marketed towards girls at right. the at end of the day like barbies are marketed towards girls you know i played with barbies but i'm not gonna lie like most of the time when i played with the barbies i was taking their clothes off um you know and looking you know for the nipple and i couldn't find it <laughs> it was none Wait, was that represented in the film because i know you know um, they, they did say something about uh, like uh you know i'd love to see they specifically said well i'd love to see what's under his his plastic like i would love to see what's under his pants his plastic chunk well or something i'll show like you that. i wasn't really looking for ken uh but for barbie <laughs> barbie doesn't have anything there which no. was quite disappointing as a five-year-old um but you know i just thought it was funny how they like uh because i did see when they were watching it uh at my house um barbie kind of like floated down from the dream house because you know you just just like if you're playing with the barbie yeah whatever i just wondered if that was like represented in the film um did you hear about the doll that they made at one point you might like this one they called it the skipper barbie what the barbie was called it was barbie's sister and her name was skipper and you could like do something and it would blow up the boobs it would make them bigger <laughs> did you know that Luke's gonna look it up right the fuck now. <laughs> you could like make them grow. I'm serious. Wow. And they talk about it in the movie. They talk about like how like the company admits all its mistakes it's made. Like, oh, we had this Barbie. And there was another Barbie, another boy Barbie called Sugar Daddy. Oh my. Did you know about that one? No. Okay, well, these are all things. So they, and the company like openly admits the mistakes that they made along the way. Like, yeah, we made, you know. We had the skipper Barbie, which didn't really work out. And then they showed, like, this actress that her, like, boobs, like, popped out because it showed, like, they were blowing up, like, the skipper. Like, that's what the Barbie was supposed to do. So it just, like, they talked about all that, and they kind of showed some of the dolls that weren't, that were kind of, like, failures. And they had people buy a skipper Barbie. Skipper Barbie? Yeah, he's going to buy one. You should buy a skipper. No. You're a liar. You're going to buy one. No. Yeah. I'm gonna get in trouble. What? How many? Oh shit! We've been going for an hour forty-one. Is that crazy? That's crazy. Fuck. All right. Um, how long do you usually last? Around this time, around hour forty-one, two okay. hours. All right. Um, hopefully the camera doesn't cut off. We'll see. Um, real quick, we're gonna cut it off right now. Um, gotcha. Where can everybody find you? Every platform. So again, I'm Big Hot. Um. You can find me on YouTube uh, under Big Hot. I also have another channel called The Hots. Um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, everything. You can find me at Big Hot. B-I-G-H-O-T. All one word. Um, look me up. Like, subscribe. You know, like, subscribe to Luke Papala Show. He's trying to build something here. We're trying to build something. Before they remove us. <laughs> check out check out clips here at Look Good Feel Good. He's always taking new clientele. Come through right? on TikTok. On TikTok as well. On check Instagram. him out. Um, we're all trying to build something here, so we we appreciate the support from everyone and anyone. 
that is willing to give it. So thank you for tuning in. We really like that. We appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on again. Of course, bro. It's I been am. it's been too long to be honest with you. It's been a while. I was I was thinking in my head, I, you know what? I kind of want to get back on. So it's, I'm glad you asked me that one day, so we could finally make it work and make yeah. it happen. Um, and you know, I'm hoping there'll be a next one in the future of when course. when we have some updates with some new things and maybe we have a lot more followers and a lot more subscribers. I mean, it's coming. It's coming, right? Because look where we started. Yeah. And now where we're at now, and it, it, things only have the way up. Exactly, man. Yeah. All right, everybody. I'm gonna go home and play with Barbies. We'll see ya. We'll see ya.